Proactive Athletes is the premier place that empowers student athletes to overcome the challenges of college sports recruitment. Their unparalleled expertise and influential network will guide you towards realizing your fullest potential. At Proactive Athletes, they understand that each student athlete is unique, facing their own set of obstacles. That's why their dedicated team takes the time to comprehend your individual needs, providing a comprehensive hands-on approach tailored to your success. With their personalized attention and unwavering support, they ensure your satisfaction every step of the way. Through their vast network, they have successfully connected with over 2.3 million coaches, giving your child's profile the exposure it deserves. In fact, their student-athletes' profiles have been viewed by an astounding 716,000 coaches, solidifying their reputation as the go-to platform for recruitment. What sets them apart is their data-driven approach, allowing them to make informed decisions that result in better outcomes for their student-athletes. By harnessing the power of data, they maximize your child's chances of success as they embark on the next chapter of their athletic journey. Join the ranks of proactive athletes and unlock your true potential. Let them amplify your talent, connect you with coaches that want you but may not have known about you, and pave the way for your future success. Together, they will defy the odds and ensure that your dreams become a reality. Don't wait any longer. Get proactive in your child's recruitment process today by visiting proactiveathletes.com. And make sure you use Shark Effect 10 for 10% off. There's times where, you know, we might have, have, have been um, fired from just one time of skipping a procedural protocol. I don't think that's the right way. I don't think we should be defined by one mistake. Welcome to the Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. I'm a former NFL veteran, and now I'm a leadership and personal development speaker and coach. In this podcast, you will hear inspirational and humorous stories from leaders of all walks of life, from current and former professional athletes, coaches, authors, experts, executives, and successful business owners. Discover how these leaders not only overcame obstacles, but also learned core principles that led to their success when leading others. Hello, welcome to The Shark Effect. I'm your host, Alex Molden. Um, thank you once again for all my, uh, my listeners who have given me support over the past 19 weeks. Yeah, 19 weeks. I, I greatly appreciate you, um, you know, for listening and, and commenting on my different, you know, social media posts. Um, you know, my, my goal is really just to, to be able to give information to help people have a shorter path to success. That was the, the biggest reason I created this. So um, I appreciate your support. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share. Um, I, I want to grow this organically, and, and that's the easiest way to be able to do that. So make sure if you're getting anything positive out of this, please share it. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, procedures right, and protocols. It's something that you know, we all do. You know, if we're working at a job or, or even at home, but procedures and, and protocols, they can sometimes, you know, just the word is kind of, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It gives you like a, a funky feeling like you're just trapped. 
right? Like you have no creativity. But um, I want to look at it another way. Think of it like if if the procedures that you're supposed to be doing, if it's the fastest lane to your success or your family's success or your company's success, imagine those procedures, if you stay on path and in line and you're going through those protocols, that that will give you the fastest uh, lane to success. So I think if you look at it like that, you can start to kind of change your attitude. Procedure, if you look at it from a you know definition standpoint or a protocol, if you look at protocol from the definition, it's a system of rules that explains the correct conduct and procedures to be followed in formal situations. And office protocol is our attitudes, etiquette, rules, and guidelines for behavior that encompass the best way to act at work. So you can easily, you know, change that to at home. But I want to be able to give a definition first to be able to understand that. I know it helps me. So um, I'm going to tell a little story about when I was a, uh, I was a red shirt freshman back in 1992. <laughs> a red freshman and we had went uh, six and five. So we had a chance to go to a bowl game. It was the Independence Bowl, the Poulon Weed Eater <laughs> Independence Bowl. And it was in Shreveport, Louisiana. Now, this was back in the day when Oregon was was uh, at the bottom of the Pac-10. Not a dumpster fire, but it was at the bottom. And this was the second bowl game in 20 years that Oregon was ever invited to. So it, it was exciting. It was exciting times um, for a lot of the uh you know, the guys who had been there for a long time. This was only my second year in my, you know, my first year of playing college football. And, you know, myself and my other uh, classmates, we expected a lot more. But this is early on in our careers. So we went to this, this uh, you know, this, this uh, bowl game down in Shreveport, Louisiana. First time ever being down south, right? So we're there. Um, we are, we're in the game early on in the game. We are just, we are dominating. When I say dominating, we are, we are scoring at ease. So, so much to the fact I got to pick six. This was like early on in the second quarter. And I read this play and Basically, I baited the quarterback in and I caught the ball and walked into the end, literally walked into the end zone. And if you can imagine yourself as a as a 19 year old. First time on national TV, my mom is watching it, my brother, all my cousins and, and uncles and grandmas. They're watching me. And I score pick six. Let me tell you something. I didn't have the discipline that I have today. 
but I was you couldn't you couldn't tell me nothing. I was the next prime time Deion Sanders when I did that. And I started to feel a certain way. And two uh, series later, something devastating happened. And it happened because I did not follow the protocol and the procedures of what we've been taught. We've always been taught as defensive backs, like the first thing you got to go through procedures. You got to read, run or pass. If it's a pass, then you get back in coverage. You turn, you flip your hips, you protect what you're supposed to protect, whether it's man or zone. But when it's a run, you read run, and then your eyes go to your next threat, which is typically your wide receiver. And then you defeat the block. You force, you defeat the block, and then you make the play, or you force the ball back inside. You can tell me nothing. I just had the biggest play of my career. I'm feeling a certain way. And I skipped a procedure. I didn't give the receiver the respect that he was supposed to have, that we were taught. You respect the receiver, your eyes go to him, and you defeat the block. Well, I read, I read run. And my eyes didn't even glance at the receiver. I was ready to make another big play. And when I did that, I didn't see the receiver cut block me. And what that is, they don't do it in high school. It's outlawed. But um, at the college and pro level, the receivers or whoever, they can go at your knees and cut you down, get you down on the ground. So that's a block. Well, I didn't do that. And I had the most pain I've ever had in my life. It only lasted for about two or three seconds, and then it went numb. And, uh, you know, I was writhing in pain and, and whatnot, and they came out there, and the doctor looked at me and, you know, did some tests, and, you know, they got me onto a little cart and carted me off to the locker room. And they told me that, you know, it's most likely I've torn some ligaments with an S, in my knee, then I would have to have surgery. And that was tough. And I was feeling, man, I felt upset. Not at myself. I was feeling upset at this receiver that blocked me. After my surgery and, you know, starting the, I guess, the first phase of my rehab, I finally got enough courage to go back and watch the film. Now, you know I watched that pick six. <laughs> I did that, but I also watched that play. And I watched what happened, and I watched that play over and over and over again. And I realized early on that it was my fault. I didn't do what I was taught. And we was taught that from day one in training camp. And I skipped a procedure. Now, here's the thing. Emotionally, I was feeling a certain way. I just told you guys. I was feeling on top of the world. I could do no wrong. And that forced 
and didn't force me. I take that back. Because of the lack of discipline, I skipped a procedure and I paid a high price. I know I'm not the only one who's, who's uh, listening to this. That because of you feeling a certain way, whether it's up, like I was, or even down, because trust me, there's times when you're you're not feeling all that great. You've failed. You've missed some opportunities. And you try to make up for those missed opportunities or try to make things right by skipping procedures or protocols. And you can be in the same way you can be. You will find yourself in the same boat. If you're feeling too low. So you have to be, you have to use emotions, but use it in the right way. What I mean by that is use emotion to get you up sometimes when you're feeling down. And you might need some help from a friend, colleague, you know, a teammate. But it also on the flip side, when you're feeling so up, you got to maintain, hey, I still got to have, I can't be up for so long because it can cloud your judgment. Again, it can make you skip protocols. Now, here's the thing, and and we've made some mistakes. And I have a friend of mine who, he told me a story about a mistake he made when he was was working at uh, at Costco and he skipped a a, uh, procedure and almost got him fired where he uh, received a a uh, a check, and that check was was fraud. It was fraudulent, and he skipped a step. And it was you know it was a large amount of money, but he was given a second chance. I was given a second chance at football. I thought my career was done. To be perfectly honest. I thought it was done. And, you know, I had my my rehab and I did that. You know, I I was with uh, my coach, Jim Radcliffe, Jimmy Rad. And I didn't notice at the time, but he was a world renowned strength coach. And we had him at University of Oregon. You know, he, he never talked about that and all the books and seminars that he presented to all over the world. He didn't talk about that. But I had a chance to to learn from him, learn how to run, learn how to jump, learn how to change directions. And it gave me another opportunity in my career. Now, I didn't bounce back. I came back within nine months, but I wasn't nowhere near the same athlete. But that next year, I came back. I was faster. I was stronger. I was more resilient. And because of that, that process of failing or missing that protocol, I never, ever in the rest of my career, eight years in the league and then three years remaining, you know, in in college. So 11 years, I never, not even in practice, not even in walkthrough, ever skipped a procedure or protocol. There's times where, you know, we might have have, have been um, 
fired from just one time of skipping a procedural protocol. I don't think that's the right way. I don't think we should be defined by one mistake. Now, two, three mistakes? Yeah, maybe so. But if you can, if they can learn, they can be a force. They can become better at teaching other people who come into your line of work or even in our family to teaching the kids, hey, that's not the procedure. That's not the right protocol to your fastest path to success. Do it this way and you will have great success and you do it quicker than, than uh, you, you'll take a shortcut instead of the long way. You got to be in control of your emotions. Whether you don't want to get too high or too low, it'll make you feel a certain way. It'll make you think about skipping procedures. And make sure those procedures, those processes, those protocols, are they tested? Are they tested and do they for sure give you the shortest path to success? But that's all I got for you guys this week. Um, I've been thinking about this for quite some time, and um, I just wanted to kind of share a little bit about me and my story. Um, I don't want anybody to to skip a procedure or process and end up with two screws in your knee. (laughs) You know, so um, if you can learn from, you know, from my failures, absolutely do it. I've owned it, and I... I've, um, you know, I feel, I feel good about learning from my own mistakes. So, um, yeah, until next week, keep a shark in your tank. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shark Effect podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at thesharkeffect.com. Thanks for listening. It's here, finally. My book, The Ultimate Playbook for High Achievement. You can get it on Amazon in the uh, paper paperback version or you can get it on kindle and who this book is an in, intentionally created for is for those who are looking tra- to transition what whether you was an athlete or an executive or a successful entrepreneur or whatever if you're looking to transition into something different this book can help you i break it down i lay down the foundation of who you want to be. I have a chapter in there that breaks down and boils down leadership, which is influence. And you gotta understand these 10 influencers that can help you with decision-making, that can help you with influencing others. And how are you influenced? I have chapters in there that really breaks down my system of assignment, alignment, and adjustment. Recognizing the power of your environments is a chapter. Developing your own procedures, creating relationship roadmaps, using adversity to your advantage, right? Because we all go through tough times, but how do you flip it? How do you use it to power you? Okay? And then developing your own standards. 
So these are things that can help anybody, not just not just athletes. Now, there's some stories in there, you know, that covers topics that that resonate with athletes. But I think overall, this book can help um, anyone who is looking to transition into becoming successful in something new, something different. Okay, so make sure check it out. Amazon, the ultimate playbook for high achievement.